it's New Year's Day. Happy New Year's to all that is listening to the Wrestlers with Experience podcast. As you know, myself, Dietrich Davis, and Mark Morell have been pumping out unlimited pieces of content. COVID-19 did not keep us down, aka the pandemic did not keep myself and Mark Morell down. I seen a lot of shows not even double up on their content just to keep the people who are at home with nothing to do or who support their shows keeping it going. Me and Mark Morell from two separate locations with his recording equipment in his house and my recording equipment in my house have been able to pump out to you guys an unlimited pieces of content. It's not always wrestling news as our thoughts, as our emotions, as what we feel about the business of professional wrestling today. The Wrestlers with Experience podcast is exactly what it's meant to be. It's an experience. Whether you enjoy it, like it, or hate it, it's an experience. And I'm very glad to have a co-host like Mark Monroe by my side because I don't think this show would have worked with any other co-host that didn't have the equipment needed or didn't make the investments needed to keep this going. With that being said, I thank you guys so much. Now on with the masterful topic at hand. I wanna talk about the future of professional wrestling. I wanna talk about where professional wrestling is going or my thoughts or where it should go. Obviously, before we know it, audiences will be back and a part of the wrestling experience. AEW has done it in sorts. AAA has done it in sorts, WWE with uh, a concept that I'm proud to say that I know I pitched, <laughs> has done it with the live audience. But it's one of those things where so much more can be done without the audience. You can now give it a film noir creative experience. You can now do cinematic matches, which fans have loved, which was done right in AEW, which was being done when there was still a crowd with Impact Wrestling. And now WWE, Undertaker versus um, AJ Styles, and they missed the opportunity to do Undertaker versus Sting. Cinematic style, that would have been fucking amazing. They could have legitly turned that into a film action sequence. I don't know. I wish I was the one directing Undertaker versus Sting. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much that you could have done that's a missed opportunity. WWE should have did that. Maybe we should have got two Undertaker matches. Match number one with Undertaker versus Sting. I mean, I mean Undertaker versus AJ. And then close out the night with Undertaker versus Sting. You could have got two matches. Excuse me. Two matches out of The Undertaker. This is my personal opinion. And I'm not going to go off on a tangent about that, but just imagine if we would have got, like I just said, Sting, AJ, night one. Sting, t I mean, AJ, Taker, night one. Sting, Taker, night two. No one would have argued about that. They could have filmed it now, held on to it for fucking a year and used it for next year's WrestleMania. Um... Without, I think without the audience right now, WWE can get away, get away with some prolific storytelling. 
at this moment in time, they can literally film a wrestler's whole story arc in a week. You can literally write three weeks worth of television. Think about it. If you take uh, Orton versus The Fiend, you can literally film all types of shit within one fucking week straight, like a film production. And you can have four weeks worth of television. Hell, you can even CGI create studio audience members or use audience members' faces from the past on a pre-recorded set and re-upload them and rearrange them and change them around and so on and so on and so on. You could have done something that nobody was prepared for. And it's obviously that the fans that love the cinematic experience, people who do it and they're watching it from home, the reviews is clear. They love it. It's through the roof. I think the new arena setups should be fans and the audience. When, where, wherever they can't sit physical fans, there should be monitors of fans. This is a new day. This is a new age. The digital era and the analog era must become friends for all of entertainment to work. And even though the, the audience is a analog system or analog format, you must include the digital wave. It's a new way to do things. It's a new experience. I think it should be done. I would, I would fight for that type of thing. I see how that audience layout should be in my head with the audience and digital audience. I think they should make the Titantrons bigger where they're 50, 60, 300 feet wide, 100 feet tall, where no matter where you sit in these 90,000 seated arena buildings, you got a perfect view of what's happening on the stage. My ideas are what I believe the digital age of professional wrestling and live studio audiences can be one of the greatest things to happen with the merger of the two. I believe with the pandemic being the reality that it is, if they got the right talking heads in the right places with the right people, they can influence a new age of professional wrestling. We're entering a new cyber age and we have to do it. We've been in this cyber age, but we, we've, we've, we haven't even reached the potential of the cyber age and the cyber movie and the cyber um, live performance and the live crowd experience. Imagine you buying a ticket and you're going to your favorite wrestling show, but your friend can't make it. But you could just pay a couple of extra buckets, bu bucks to have a digital monitor by your side and your friends can still share that experience with you. Imagine you buying a ticket, a lot of, if you buy four tickets and the fifth ticket is a monitor and you can put your sign on the monitor. You can say, fuck Roman Reigns or you can say to hell with Roman Reigns on the monitor. They can, they can curate the language. You can put literally which the, your favorite wrestler's image. You could put your digital artwork on the monitor. You could put we hate Orton on the monitor. We hate the fiend on the monitor while you're sitting right next to it. It is one of the most beautiful experiences that can happen. I remember when I went to wrestling events in the 90s the signs that fans were holding up was amazing. Now it is time to bring that experience back. 
Let them put their sign on the screen. Let them do what they need to do. But we need, but WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, AAA, they all need to step into this new beautiful age and embrace the cyber era of professional wrestling. The future is now. And forever, the future will be now as long as you're going into the next day of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, we have just entered the year of your Lord 2021. There's a new way to do things. I think the I think wrestling, what happens in the physical ring is the mechanic that stays the same. See, we're not reinventing the wheel, ladies and gentlemen. The wheel is the wheel. What we are reinventing is the car, the chassis, the roof, the roof deck, the way you stare, braking systems, this, that, and the other. We are reinventing everything else but the wheel. The wheel is professional wrestling. Wrestling is not a sport, and it's not a. And it's and, and in some senses, it is a performance. Wrestling is not real, but what we can say that every fan is asking for is the suspension of disbelief. People can hate on the Randy Orton setting the fiend on fire, but let's keep it real, people. Imagine if a live studio audience was there and they were able to pull that off with the lights out, switching the body as fast as possible and getting the fiend laid out in the ring and setting him on fire. Oh, you all were hype when Kane set his arm on fire. And there's people who are hating on the Attitude Era. But the Attitude Era is the greatest era in wrestling between WCW and WWE slash Federation at the time. And what we need now is a return of the Attitude Era. The only generation that will match the Attitude Era is the Cyberpunk Era. Later, we, ladies and gentlemen, we are entering an age where technology is death-defying. We are reaching an uncanny valley of realness that can be done. Hate on the attitude era. The attitude era must be replicated into the cyberpunk era. Because we gave you your PG. You guys wanted your pure wrestling. Pure wrestling doesn't sell. We notice. But we also know what doesn't sell. The flipping around and 6,000 flips per match. Oh, that doesn't sell anymore. So what do we do? We get the big men to be big men. We get the little men to be little men. We get our medium-sized wrestlers to be medium-sized wrestlers. And we have everybody stick to their category and their sizes. And it comes down to the storytelling. And let me tell you something. The storytelling today is no different than the storytelling and the attitude era versus the storytelling and the new and the new generation and, so, and before that and before that and before that. The problem is we've seen it all. No questions asked. Iron Man matches go back into the 20s. They wrestled for 60 minutes to 70, sometimes two hours. Two competitors. 
in the 20s. I've seen the footage. Two-hour wrestling matches where the guy is keeping him in a waist hold for fucking 30 minutes on the floor, hitting him in the head. Oh, I've studied wrestling from every era that is recorded. More so than Mark Morell may know, my co-host on this show, and more so, so than wrestling junkies. They're shocked when I can break down female wrestling throughout the ages. I can break down Japanese wrestling more than I lead on to people to believe. I consume all things media. When I get on this microphone, no one can never say I never cracked it correctly. Oh, I've done this. And in 2021, I'm doubling down on factorial wrestling news information and where they should be going. Mark Morell is doubling, doubling down on facts, news, information, and where they're going. See, this is, I'm welcoming the next, the next year of this podcast, as so my co-hosts. But wrestling needs to change. It needs a adaptation. We see it happening, but we don't know how to put the pieces together. And we need some real special minds. Vince McMahon seems to be a little bit ill. Are we in the last days of McMahon? That's the question I'm going to talk about on a future podcast. But are we into the last days of McMahon? I'm not trying to say that audiences should completely disappear as I'm going back to the earlier topic. I'm not trying to say that we need to um, direct wrestling in a different, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, let me say this correctly because my thoughts just ran 100 miles per hour. Let me slow my thoughts down. Wrestling, there's nothing wrong with the products today. We've just been spoiled with so much wrestling content because of the internet. It needs to be curated properly. Think about it. You go on YouTube and you're watching. You can watch 50 matches from anywhere in the world over the course of a 24-hour span. You can go and watch the top 10 moves of your favorite wrestler. You can have you can go watch videos of people breaking down their concepts and their perceptions and their thoughts on professional wrestling. There's so many talk wrestling shows, it's not even funny. And I'm not mad at it. I think it all should be out there because if you are a purchaser of this product and you supported this product and you've been part of the financial institution of all things wrestling in some fucking format, yeah, you have a right to your opinion. At the same time, does everybody need to hear your opinions? No. But that's the beauty of this of the cyber era. I'm saying it before anyone else is saying it on January 1st, 2021. And I know who listens to this fucking podcast, whether people choose to believe or not. But don't be shocked if you hear someone say that we have entered the cyber era of professional wrestling. And if you left it up to me and you gave Dietrich Davis himself control, I will usher in the cyber era with the storylines, lighting, ring, this, that, and the other. There's so much that we can do. And the business of professional wrestling 
if they ju- and I'm not talking about embracing the digital age with just Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, <laughs> please. That's yesterday's work. I'm talking about creating a in-house digital experience with physical fans and digital fans creating the most and using live in action practical special effects with professional wrestling. You can't say it doesn't work. We've had infernal match- matches. That was a that that is a practical special effect match. We've had electrified barbed wire matches in Japan, practical special effect. When you bring a cage into the ring, it's a special effect cage. Maybe they should put a body cam on the referee so you can now see from the referee's perspective. Of course, you mute that bitch because you don't want to hear them talking. But there should be body cams on referees. There should be a second referee on the outside to make it to change the format of how the match works. In some instances, they call it an enforcer. You get what I'm saying? It's time for belt rebranding. It's time for everything. When Cena did the spinner belt, he entered the A. He 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 did what no one was able to do other than Zeus, aka Tiny Lister, and bring hip hop to the forefront of professional wrestling. I watched New Japan. I think the worst part of New Japan is the music. The music is shoddy. It's not all over the place. You don't feel the experience of the music. Though you get some of the best physical wrestling out of it. All of the entrances are the same. Curation and wrestling must become a all-time high. Look at impact. People are scared to spend money on license agreements, this, that, and the other. And though some of the people in New Japan music is amazing, don't get it twisted, you don't feel it hit you the way you it should be. Sorry, my girlfriend just used the bathroom in the background. It's so quiet in here. It just echoed into the show. But you don't get those experiences. I'm not going to beat you guys' ears off. But for 2021 and beyond... We have just reached the cyber age of professional wrestling. We have entered the cyber era. It is time for a newfound and new world experience of professional wrestling. I want more from the product. And I think we got too much. I think what makes AEW at some moments more palatable is that they only got two hours and that's all they're giving you. But they're still producing loads of content. I'm the first one to say wrestling needs to go back to once a week per company. WWE, the reason why a lot of people feel like they, they're not getting nothing new other than NXT because they're producing three hours on Monday, two hours on NXT, and another two hours for SmackDown. That's seven hours of television, not counting the network. Not counting another two hours. That's seven hours of wrestling just from WWE. You got another two hours from AEW. That's nine hours. You got another two hours from Impact. That's 11 hours. You got an hour coming for NWA. 
That's 12. And you got another hour coming out of New Japan with their weekly show, New Japan Strong on Fridays as well. Think about that. That's 13 hours of wrestling a week. At some point, it all starts to look the same. Somebody must break the mold and differences. And if you watch AAA, excuse me, that's another two hours. So now we're looking at 15 hours of television per week. It's hard to review all of that. It's a lot of fucking work to write notes per shows, this, that, and the other. There's only so many wrestling podcasts you guys can take in before you get it before it all sounds the same or all the opinions sound the same. But I think when it comes to live events, WWE is the only company with the money to create the new cinematic experience, to create the new cyber experience. Even with a live audience being there. I think even if you're doing cinematic matches, you should have live fans in the crowd and have control segments where they can see certain things happen and certain things not happen. The game's got to change, people. Anyhow, with that being said, I thank you for listening to this New Year's episode. I'm we're, 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 we're capping on to episode 150. I'm very proud. I wanted to be there on December 31st, but it didn't work out that way. But no matter what, we're getting there this month, and I'm happy about that. Tomorrow's episode will be about Mark Morrell breaking down us going into Wrestle Kingdom, which starts off the new year of Japanese wrestling. I thank you guys so much for a great 2020. We welcome you. We, we welcome all of you in the 2021 and we hope that our fans and our reach grow by at least 1 million percent. Outrageous number. Shoot for the stars. Aim for the moon. With that being said, I thank you so much. I'm Dietrich Davis. I'll catch you on the next episode of Wrestlers with Experience. <laughs>